Welcome to my new r slash podcast, where you can listen to the best Reddit stories, now available on Spotify. Spotify isn't just the world's leading platform for music. It's also the best place to listen to podcasts like this one. You can find podcasts on every topic imaginable. Movies, cooking, technology, and, of course, funny Reddit stories. And if you like to listen to me on your long commutes, you can download episodes to your phone to listen anywhere. You can also share what you're listening to with your friends via Spotify's integrations with social platforms like Instagram. And for all you choosing beggars out there, I've got good news. You can do this all for free. You can find me by searching r slash in the Spotify app or by browsing podcasts in the Your Library tab. Drop a follow so you never miss one of my podcasts, which come out every other day. Now, let's dive into the podcast. Welcome to r slash Today I F'd Up, where a student accidentally spanks his teacher. And just a reminder, I have recently started a podcast, so if you want to check out my podcast, go down to the description for the link. Our first post is from F7TJ78. So this was more of a screw up that happened quite a while ago, which only just caught up to me a few weeks ago. So also not today. About 11 months ago, I moved into a new house as a temporary sort of thing until I could get the money together to sort something out properly. I was hoping to have already moved out by this point. On my second day after I'd finished unpacking, I decided to break the house in with a nice acid trip. I'd brought some with me that I'd recently bought but not had the chance to use yet. Things were going well with the trip, but then it seemed to be getting really intense and I quickly realized that the tabs were much stronger than I had been told they were. And the thought of being locked up in the unfamiliar house wasn't helping me relax. So I figured the best thing to do to relax would be to go for a stroll because I was starting to get pretty overwhelmed at that point. So I left the house to start my walk and my next door neighbor happened to be just arriving at the same time. It's a street of tightly packed terraced houses, so the neighbor's door is about one meter away from mine. I had not met anybody on my street yet and didn't realize this was a friendly, tight-knit community where people talk to each other. She said something along the lines of, Hello, nice to meet you. My name's Blank. Are you new to the area? So basically, I do this thing sometimes when people try to sell me things on the street, etc., where I pretend I can't speak English. I remember a few words from my basic French, so I just say some nonsense sentences and then people usually leave me alone. In the state I was in, this conversation seemed like it would be way too intense for me, and French just sort of came to me as my default response to the situation. My exact words were, Je voudras un boulangere. <laughs> I don't speak French, guys. Go easy on me in the comments. This is one of my favorite lines to use and I shrugged my shoulders a bit with a weak smile. She pretty much just left me to it after that, and I got on my way. I did my walk and got home about two hours later. I was tripping majorly, so the walk ended up taking a lot longer than it needed to. When I got home, though, my next-door neighbor was standing in her doorway talking to another neighbor who was standing outside. I tried to keep my head down because I couldn't handle any more human interaction, but she waved at me and said, Bonjour! So I instinctively returned the bonjour and got inside my house as fast as possible. When I got in, I started freaking out straight away because I realized that I'd just become fringe and now two of the neighbors think I can't speak any English. 
The next day when I woke up, I realized the best thing I could do as an Englishman was just live with the lie for the rest of my short stay in this house to avoid the excruciating embarrassment of having pretended to be French for seemingly no reason. Fast forward 10 months, I still live here. And at this point, I'm in deep. My life on this street is a web of lies. I've perfected my French accent, and over the course of 10 months, French me has learned a decent amount of English so he can hold disjointed conversation. I'd gotten to know the neighbors pretty well, and I was the nice quirky French guy on the street. I didn't let the lies slip ever, because every day and every conversation... <laughs> Because every day and every conversation I had just meant that it would be even worse if anyone ever discovered I wasn't French. If I had friends come over, I don't have many, so it wasn't too bad. They knew to never speak to the neighbors because of my strange situation. Most of them found it amusing, at least. Things were going okay, and I wasn't too worried about being exposed anymore because I'd gotten so used to it. I'm not home that much, and when I am, I rarely leave the house for any reason, so I only had to do it for maybe five minutes a day when I was out on my street. If anything, it was a nice way to spice up my day when I got to take on my French persona. French me somehow had much better social skills than the real me, even if his English was a bit limited. But then there was the day it all came crashing down. I was walking to my car and saw one of the neighbors coming towards me from the opposite direction was someone else next to her I didn't recognize. She stopped to say hi, as she normally does, and then she says to her friend, This is OP, the guy I was telling you about. You might be able to see where this is going. <laughs> her friend hits me with a question in French that I didn't understand a word of. <laughs> a word of, and I knew he was actually French straight away because his accent was way better than mine. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I just froze. Every second that went past just made it so much more painful. And after way too long of a pause, I just decided I had to come clean. I told her I wasn't actually French and couldn't speak French, and then I tried to play it off like some kind of practical joke. <laughs> tried to play it off like some kind of practical joke I'd been doing on everyone. Nobody was buying that. I fast walked straight to my car and then let the embarrassment just swallow me for a while. <laughs> I, <laughs> I haven't spoken to any of my neighbors since, some of which I'd struck up a friendly relationship with over those 10 months. I make sure nobody is around now whenever I leave the house, and I do a loop around my block in my car if any of my neighbors are walking down the street when I get home, so that I never come into contact with them. Every, <laughs> every time I think about that day I was discovered, the embarrassment physically hurts me. When the French person was speaking French to him, I think the best solution in that scenario was to start speaking Spanish or German and just double down. No parlez-vous français, je suis German. Our next post is from A-E-I-O-U-N-Y. This actually happened today. So my girlfriend and her mother haven't spoken much in the last few years. She lives up in Ohio and we reside in Florida. Well, this past year, they have made a meaningful effort to reconnect and be closer. The last time she visited, she saw an old Wii remote lying around and expressed how much she loved the Wii tennis game. 
I always enjoyed the bowling game myself. Now, the F up. I thought it would be a nice gesture to get a working Wii and Wii Sports game for the next time she visits. So I text her, Hey, guess what you can do next time you visit? What's that? Bowl me if you think you stand a chance. Excuse me? You heard me, lol. So 20 minutes or so go by and my girlfriend calls, laughing hysterically. I never said bowl me. Oh no, dear Reddit. I wrote blow me. Luckily, her mom is pretty down to earth and laughed it off, but neither are gonna let me live it down anytime soon. This story could have ended very, very differently, and I'm kinda sad it didn't. Our next post is from Anti-Aliasing Alias. So I was the well-behaved nerdy kid growing up, you know the type, preferred reading a book to getting dirty and playing outside. In third grade, I had the idea to bring one of those little personal use hand sanitizer bottles to school because I was already a bit of a germaphobe. I spent the day applying more hand sanitizer than anyone probably should and giving it out to classmates. For a time, I felt like the coolest kid in class, bestowing my germ-fighting gel upon the unwashed masses. We get to lunch recess and I continue to give out my hand sanitizer like it's a holy sacrament. This is where the screw up begins. I give some to a friend, let's call him Evan. Evan wasn't the brightest kid in school, but even I didn't think he would be dumb enough to do what he was about to do. I dispensed a healthy glob into his hand, he looks at it for a second, and then proceeds to eat it. Now, me and my friends are all laughing at this point because Evan is gagging and spitting, trying to get the taste of hand sanitizer out of his mouth to no avail. I asked him why on earth he would eat it and he responded, I thought it was candy. He had just watched me and another friend rub it into our hands, you know, like freaking hand sanitizer. Also, the stuff smelled strongly of alcohol because, you know, it's freaking hand sanitizer. This is where stuff starts going downhill fast. Some older kid, probably in fifth grade, sees the commotion and investigates. He tells Evan that he's going to die, which causes Evan to start bawling uncontrollably. He then says he's going to tell on us and we beg him not to. He says if we can solve a math problem, he won't say anything. All right, game on. What's 50 times 50? Uh-oh. We were barely getting into times tables at this point, so he might as well have been asking a chimpanzee to do calculus. I answer as best I can, he says I'm wrong, and runs off to be a little effing narc. At this point, I'm panicking because I've never been in trouble before. Luckily, recess ends and we go back to class and since this kid never asked us our names, I figured we were in the clear. I was wrong. Somehow, this kid knew enough about us to get Evan, my other friend, and I pulled into the counselor's office. Evan is bawling again because he still thinks he's going to die. I tell him he's not going to die and stop being dumb. But I guess he was just too obsessed with his own mortality to see reason. Looking back, the counselor was sort of a dick because he didn't tell Evan he wasn't going to die until like 20 minutes into our interview. I explained what happened and eventually the conversation somehow leads to him asking me if I wanted to die. 
I was a bit of a smarty pants contrarian and was finished with that day's BS. So I said, I don't care. That was where I really effed up. My friends were dismissed and I was treated to further counseling until the end of the day. I can't really remember the details, but it wasn't fun. They end asking if they should tell my parents what happened or if I wanted to do it. Well, of course I said I wanted to, so I could do the responsible thing and hide this whole mess from them. I get home and my mom asks how school was and if anything happened. Nope. She then tells me the school called. I had neglected to consider the school might do something as far-fetched as call my mother. And she knew what had happened. Luckily, I think she kinda knew the situation was BS and not my fault because I didn't get in any trouble. Cut to the next day and we have a mandatory school-wide assembly. It's all about how great life is, who to talk to if you're feeling sad or troubled, and ends with us being forced to repeat something along the lines of, I like myself. I love myself. I am valuable. That phrase became our unofficial school motto with banners hanging in the halls and us repeating it at the end of other assemblies. Bonus, the first thing I did when I got home was grab a calculator and plugged in 50 times 50, 2,500. Mother effer. That was the answer I somehow stumbled into and that little butthole still ratted me out anyway. Our next post is from Baseball and Music. My fiance and I have been eating keto for the last three months. She recently bought these butter bombs that you put in your coffee and hot tea that adds fat to your diet. I saw half of one on the countertop and decided to give it a go because I hadn't used one yet. I proceeded to make my tea that has cocoa butter, coconut oil, hemp seed, and a bunch of other stuff in it, but this time adding in that butter bomb. I threw it in the blender and glugged it down. I thought it was a bit weird that it didn't melt or blend or mix all the way, but drank it nonetheless. It didn't taste terrible, but it made the drink a weird consistency. Smash cut to later in the evening when my fiance says to me as I'm watching TV, Hey, have you seen the other half of the air freshener wax that was on the countertop? Shaking my head. I thought it was food. I suppose I should go on Amazon now and leave a review. Five stars would eat again. And then we have the perfect comment from not quite good enough for down in the comments. Hey, the upside is the rest of the evening when you farted, you left a trail of lilac breezes in your wake. Our next post is from Huey Detui. So basically I was in class with one of my friends who takes the same subject. He was super energetic and always wearing semi-formal clothing. This is in my relaxed electronics class where everyone moves around and is always chatting away. So it's Monday and I look over at my friend who was leaning over a desk with his butt sticking out while he was talking to another student. So I go up and with a huge wind up, slap his butt so hard that he immediately jumps up as if he's just jumped out of his own skin. You see, the problem with that was that the person I slapped was not actually my friend, but our teacher. Everyone is at a standstill waiting for my death penalty, especially my friend who's just staring me down at this point. Now the teacher's face goes bright red and I'm starting to freak out thinking I'm doomed. Except the teacher just sits down, looks me in the eyes and says, OP, save that for after class with a big grin on his face. 
Everyone at this point bursts out laughing as I'm sitting here absolutely messing my pants, thinking I was about to get kicked out of school. God, I love my teacher. <laughs> what I want to know is, did OP stay after class? Our next post is from Maliki Baranek. Okay guys, gonna make it short. This happened like a year ago, but I just remembered it and wanted to share. It was around noon and I was feeling hungry, so I headed to my country's version of Uber Eats to order some nice lunch. Found the food I liked, proceeded to check out, and noticed that the box where you can leave some messages for the restaurant had no limit for characters. So I got an idea to prank the restaurant by copy-pasting the entire B-movie script there. So it will get printed on the receipt. That's where the screw up happened. A few minutes after I sent the order, I got the message it was canceled. Okay, no big deal, might happen. So I wanted to order the same food somewhere else when I noticed some blackish smoke in the distance. It wasn't that far away, but was studying and didn't want to leave my spot in the library. Well, shortly after, like two fire trucks passed by, hitting in the restaurant's direction. P.S. I was on the ground floor and the wall was glass so you could easily see the street. The next day, I read in the local newspapers that the exact restaurant caught fire because of some cash register malfunction. So it's the B movie, except every time someone says the word B, a restaurant catches on fire. We'll be back with more r slash content right after this short break. Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where an entitled Karen literally gets her teeth knocked out. Our first Reddit post is from Puffmanowya. Backstory, I'm a single parent. I have a beautiful girl that's turning five in August. The past year, I've been fighting with my ex who tried to keep my kid away from me. Lawyers aren't cheap, and being single doesn't exactly help with my finances. Couple of months ago, I won the lawsuit, and I finally got to have my kid at my home again. For the past few weeks, she was saying she wanted a bicycle, but still recovering from the lawsuit bills, I wasn't able to afford it. Past week, I got my summer bonus, which finally gave me the financial boost I needed. So yesterday, I finally was able to buy my little girl her bike she wanted so badly. I enjoyed my time with her riding our bikes, but then it was getting time for dinner, which I still had to make. So we head back home and park the bikes in the backyard. We go inside and I start making dinner. After about 10 minutes, I spot movement in the corner of my eye through the kitchen window that's on the side of the house. I see this kid, guessing six or seven years old, just casually strolling by with the brand new bike I just got today. My heart dropped and I run to the front door hoping I'd catch him before he rides away. I was lucky I did. I yanked the bike out of his hands and freaked out at him, saying it was mine and he had no right to just walk into other people's backyard and take things. I was pissed. I forced him to get the freak off my property and set the bike inside my front hallway, thinking it's over. Boy, was I wrong. After comforting my little girl who never saw me this mad, poor thing, I returned to the kitchen to continue making dinner. 15 minutes later, the doorbell rings. It's the kid and his evil mother. You give my boy his bike back. He found it. It's his. He found it in my backyard. I got it for my kid today. You should try teaching your dang kid some manners. 
He shouldn't trespass on other people's property to take their things. Don't tell me how to raise my kid. Give me the bike back or I'm calling the police. I laugh, call the dang police, and I slam the door in her face. By this point, my four-year-old is crying her eyes out and I get to comfort her again as she's thinking she's losing her brand new bike. Her sobbing finally over, I try continuing to make dinner yet again. With the preparations done, I'm about to put it all on the stove when the doorbell rings again. I flip out, storm to the door, violently open it, getting ready to just explode into this woman's face. Guess what? She actually called the cops. I instantly calm down when I see it's the police and invite one of the two officers inside while the other stays with the evil woman. I explain the situation and show him the box the bike came in along with the receipt that has my name on it. He shrugs and apologized for the inconvenience, assured me I won't be bothered again. I let him out and close the door with a smug smile on my face. I check the front window to see what's happening and I see her go into full tantrum. It ends with her in handcuffs and in the backseat of the patrol car. Buh bye Don't know what happened to her and I don't care. I finally finished dinner and my kid still has her bike. That's all that matters to me. Boy, what a day. This lady has a very interesting definition of found it. It belongs to my child. He found it in the bedroom of someone else's house and clearly finders keepers. Our next Reddit post is from Diving Enthusiast. My aunt, who I'll be referring to as SB for stupid jerk, is one of the worst people I've ever ever met. She doesn't just believe the world revolves around her. She basically believes that she is the world. She has this super toxic, my word is law attitude because she's the only religious person left in the family. From what I heard, the rest of the family would often cave into her endless whining and demands just to get her to shut up. That was until the newest generation came along, as in me, my two siblings, my twin cousins who are both girls, and my one male cousin who's the same age as me. Stupid aunt also has a daughter, but I don't recognize her as a family member because she's also a piece of garbage. We were all born around the same time, that being 2000 to 03. My guess is the moment we came into the picture, the whole family went into defense mode and raised us to not make the same mistake they did with stupid aunt and taught us differently. That being, don't take any flack from this crazy woman and her kid. Stupid aunt didn't like any of us from the start solely because we weren't religious or in her words, godly children. This is where the first encounter comes into play. My parents had cut contact with stupid aunt a few months before I was born because she wouldn't leave my mom alone. She kept hounding her over the importance of teaching your children about God and whatnot. So when my parents revealed to stupid aunt that they were atheists and would be raising me to be agnostic, they might as well have set off a nuclear bomb. Stupid aunt had a meltdown over the news and demanded that my parents teach me to be religious. They laughed in her face and then of course cut her off. 
A month before I was born, stupid aunt's husband divorced her. He was a perfectly sane individual and just couldn't put up with stupid aunt's flack anymore. Everything he did had to revolve around making her happy. This sent stupid aunt over the edge. The rest of the family had not yet cut her off, but they were distant regardless. With nobody to direct her anger or boss around, she decided to lash out at my parents once again. I was three the day she pulled up in our driveway and started pounding on the door, demanding to see her nephew, me. She didn't get her wish, and my dad told stupid aunt through the locked front door that he would call the police if she didn't leave. Stupid aunt went into a freaking frenzy while her own daughter watched her from the car. I mean, this grown lady was jumping up and down, throwing herself against the door all while scream crying. Stupid aunt ends up exhausting herself and stumbles back to my car while cursing my parents out. Apparently, she said she hopes that I die before I reach four. My own freaking aunt wished death on me. My parents filed a restraining order and that was the last time they ever saw stupid aunt and her stupid kid for seven years. While growing up during that time period, me and my siblings, who were two years younger than me, were always told that if a woman named Stupid Aunt ever came to the house and they weren't home, we were not to answer her and call the police. Fast forward to 2010. At this point, I'm 10 years old, born in 2000, and both my siblings are 8 years old. It was Christmas Eve, and the majority of my family was at my aunt and uncle's house. Not Stupid Aunt, but the aunt on my mom's side, who I actually respect. My mom was one of four children, stupid aunt being the youngest. Stupid aunt was going to be at the Christmas party this year, and my parents were very hesitant to take us because stupid aunt's comments were still fresh in their mind. I had no idea who stupid aunt or her daughter, who I'll just call entitled kid, were at the time. The moment my aunt laid eyes on me, she gave me this disgusted look that sent me running the other way. She did the same thing with my siblings. The whole dang party, all stupid aunt did was talk about how amazing Entitled Kid was and got angry whenever someone tried to talk about something else. She had this awful, how dare you not pay attention to me attitude, still does today. Along with this, she would whine and moan about my aunt and uncle not accommodating to Entitled Kid's desires. She single-handedly ruined the whole mood of the party and made everyone miserable. Entitled Kid didn't bother me until later that night at dinner. Remember when I said that stupid aunt was crazy religious? Well, she spread that same poison into her daughter's mind. I'm glad that stupid aunt's husband is free from her. But at the same time, Entitled Kid has nobody around to teach her right from wrong. There was no grace at dinner, which stupid aunt was furious about. So who do stupid aunt and entitled kid decide to take this out on? That's right, the kids. Right before I was about to eat, entitled kid asks, aren't you gonna pray? Not knowing how to respond, I just shove mashed potatoes in my mouth. Entitled kid gasps like I just murdered someone. Stupid aunt opens her mouth to say something, but instead just glares at me. She stared daggers at me and my siblings the whole dang dinner, lol. She throws out her whole plate afterwards. 
And when my uncle asks her why, she says, I think I lost my appetite in this really accusatory tone. After dinner, me and my siblings went to play on the Wii with our cousins upstairs. Stupid aunt and entitled kid watches from afar, and being an oblivious kid, I think nothing of it. I see stupid aunt whisper something to entitled kid, and she gets this big grin on her face. I keep playing until I feel entitled kid shove me from behind. I fall over, and entitled kid goes into a long tirade of name calling and other hurtful stuff calling me fat and stupid and telling me my mom must have done a terrible job of raising me if I turned out like this. I looked a stupid on for help and the jerk was recording while laughing. I couldn't believe my freaking eyes. My own aunt, who up until now I thought of as family, was laughing as her daughter bullied me and my siblings. Entitled Kid was four years older than me, so there really wasn't much I could do. However, my mom wasn't having it. She heard the stuff Entitled Kid was saying and stormed upstairs. My mom flings the door open, sees my aunt recording the whole thing, and screams, What the F are you doing? Side note, stupid aunt is terrified of my mom. My aunt is a foot shorter and not athletic at all. I guess stupid aunt was intoxicated and her normal fear of my mom didn't really apply in the situation. Because when my mom asked stupid aunt if she was going to punish entitled kid for picking on us, stupid aunt smirked and said, why would I punish my daughter for telling the truth? With that, my mom gripped stupid aunt by the hair and dragged her downstairs. I heard a loud crash and then sobbing from stupid aunt. Her and Entitled Kid left immediately. I heard from my older cousin years later that my mom had dragged Stupid Aunt into the kitchen and smashed her mouth down on the counter, knocking four of her teeth out. A lot of you might consider this an extreme overreaction, and maybe it was, but to be honest, I'm very glad my mom did that. She defended her children and Entitled Kid never tried that stuff again for years after witnessing what happened to her mom. After this incident, Stupid Aunt despised me, my siblings, and my three cousins and made it her personal mission to come after us at family gatherings. From this incident to 2015, I only ever had small run-ins with Stupid Aunt and her daughter, almost always at family events. Entitled Kid learned quickly that I wouldn't just sit back and let her pick on me after I punched her in the face at a summer party for calling one of my cousins mentally disabled. Another incident occurred when my aunt followed my sister around and called her a slut for wearing a normal tank top. My sister said, I might be a slut, but at least I'm not a stuck-up grunt like you. Stupid aunt ran to my dad and complained about my sister's behavior, screaming about how she wasn't ladylike. My dad laughed and told her to cry about it to someone who cared. During this time, my aunt was basically losing her mind. Before me and my siblings came along, she got whatever she wanted and everyone listened to her. But now that there's a bunch of rowdy teens in the family, she's finding that her previously unchallenged entitlement means absolutely nothing, and she hates us for it. 
There were a bunch of small incidents that occurred between 2013 to 2015. The big one happened in January 2015 when a big family reunion was hosted at our house, including stupid aunt and entitled kid. My parents only invited them because they assumed my aunt and her demon daughter had learned from their past mistakes that we were not to be taken lightly and wouldn't hesitate to retaliate against their behavior. We thought wrong. Stupid aunt and entitled kid arrived very early. I greeted them at the door and they didn't even acknowledge me. This didn't surprise me though because they've done this before. At this point, I was 15 and my siblings were 13, making entitled kid 19. She still hadn't moved out and her mother completely coddled her. She was spoiled as anything and got everything she wanted. My parents made it very clear that neither of them were allowed in our rooms. Stupid aunt scoffs at this and says that rule is stupid. My parents don't care and tell stupid aunt that if she has a problem, she can leave. The rest of the family arrives and stupid aunt spends the whole time pouting in the corner. Me and my brother notice that entitled kid is gone and start to panic. That's when our sister whispers to us that she saw entitled kids sneak upstairs. We go up and lo and behold, entitled kid is in my brother's room trying to steal his computer. She's unplugging the wires and tugs it free from the wall. We stay quiet and plan to jump on her when she's walking out until we hear, did you get that stupid computer yet? From down the hall. This was effing planned. The only reason they even came to the reunion was so they could steal stuff from us. My brother loses his cool and starts screaming at Entitled Kid to put it back and get the F out. Stupid Aunt waffles over and screams right back at us, saying they deserve the computer and, I kid you not, said, It's the least you can do for being godless children. My sister starts shouting for my parents and receives a hard slap from Stupid Aunt. All freaking heck breaks loose. I kick Stupid Aunt hard in the gut. She screams and rams into me, knocking me to the floor. My mom, my dad, and two of my eldest cousins, who are both huge guys, come barreling up the stairs and tackle Stupid Aunt, who was on top of me. My mom starts beating the ever-loving freak out of Stupid Aunt right on the carpet while my dad and cousin restrains Entitled Kid and have to pry the computer console out of her hands. My mom stops wailing on Stupid Aunt, who now has a black eye and a bloody nose. She gets up and starts shrieking about how she's gonna sue. My mom tells her to go ahead and try, and also that if she ever comes back, my mom will kill her. Stupid aunt flees the house while dragging her 19-year-old daughter who's in the middle of a tantrum. Night goes on as usual after that. That about wraps it up. I haven't seen stupid aunt and entitled kid in four years, and hopefully I never have to see them again. If I do have another run-in with them, I hope it ends with me slamming the front door in stupid aunt's face while she's begging for money. This story isn't a warning against OP's aunt. This story is a warning against OP's mom. Oh my god, that woman is savage. Talk about a mama bear. That was r slash entitled parents, and this is r slash puppy bloopers. It was Christmas Eve, and... Hugo, are you done? And my parents were very hesitant to take us. 
And my parents were... Hugo, <laughs> are you okay, bud? I had no idea whose stupid aunt or her daughter... I had no idea whose stupid aunt or her daughter, who I'll just call entitled kid, were at the time. Who I'll just call entitled... Can I help you? Who I'll just call entitled kid were at the time. The whole dang party. All stupid... The whole... You go... I guess stupid aunt was intoxicated and her normal fear of my mom didn't really apply in the situation. Because when my mom asked stupid aunt if she was going to... You go. Another incident occurred when my aunt... Another... Another incident occurred when my aunt followed my sister around and called her a slut for wearing a normal tank top. Dog. Another incident... Another incident occurred. Dog. Stupid... <clears throat> stupid aunt... Stupid aunt... Ra stupid aunt ran to my dad during this time period. Hugo, during this time period, my aunt was basic during <laughs> you go, man, you go during this time period. My aunt was basically losing her mind. Dog, man. <laughs>